she, I don't think she realizes it, but she's um she's manipulative and she does it real subtly. When her plans don't work, like it don't go in her way, it kind of frustrates her. Oh girl, you're my baby, but you can't be my lady. Cause you're always playing And I can't let you play me Cause you would drive me crazy You're too unreasonable I guess this beautiful Magic in the sheets when we touch it. Baby, you's a freak and I love it. Loving you, that's a different subject. It's me and you, we be pimping in public. Keep it cool, girl, you know we ain't coming. Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Cantwin, blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. This is a different kind of creating space, and we have a returning favorite for you all. Eziola, go ahead and say something for the builders. Wow, yeah, yeah, wow. How y'all doing today? (laughs) So um, if you all remember, he was here the first time talking about one of his last amazing projects. And we have him here again talking about his latest EP, Feelings. But we're also going to put a twist on it. And we're going to discuss feelings and how, you know, from a male's perspective, how we deal with feelings when we're connecting and romantic connections. So my first question I'm going to ask you is, to describe the EP, the for me, well, let me let me start off with that. When I first heard it, it, it's not a long listen, but it's so intentional, and I love it. It's a whole vibe, and it puts you in a specific kind of mindset when you listen to it. So I'll ask you, like, to describe what was your intention when you made this project. Um, my intentions was like very simple for like whoever the listener is is to mm-hmm. feel something. In the midst of those five songs, right? You know, it's not not too many songs. Like for one of them songs to spark some type of feeling in you, you know. Oh, it does that. Way about any of those subjects, or or just the music of it. Just whatever was in there, something touched you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, how do you feel? Men process feelings. Since that is the title of your EP, I wanted to touch on you know, just explaining how we process and deal with our own emotions. But from your perspective, how do men generally do that? Uh, I know it it depends on the level of maturity and the level of like Mm self-awareness. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because you got, you have, you have some men who have a lot of feelings. You got some men who don't, you know, but um, I think it's the awareness and the acceptance 
of whatever feelings you may be having. Right. That's going to determine how you deal with them. You know what I'm saying? Because me early, especially as an early adult, you know what I'm saying? I was I was someone who suppressed it, their feelings because I didn't I didn't know what else to do with them. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I didn't have a manual or whatever. You right. know, so I wasn't taught how to process some more. You Express. know what I'm saying? I was all, you know, don't be a crybaby. Don't have an attitude. <laughs> that's <know>? it. <laughs> that's, that's all I was told. So, you know, but um. Once I, uh, you know, after, um, you know, having a few experiences and, you know, learning, you know, curves and things of that nature, trials and tribulations, you know, I began to uh, notice the, I guess, the importance of feelings and why we have them, why we shouldn't suppress them. Right. Things of that nature. So was it a specific moment where you felt like a freedom in your expression and not, you know, not felt that shame that we are told to feel whenever we do? Honestly, um, me, whenever I uh, started record, like when I actually decided to be an artist, like, don't get me wrong, I, like playing music always felt good and making beats, you know, took me to a whole nother world. Mm-hmm. When I actually started um, writing songs and because um, whenever I decided to be an artist, I told myself that, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm not going to be someone who just up here lying and just doing it. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do it sincerely. Mm-hmm. And in the process of, you know, writing sincerely, I started to notice that I was uh, beginning to navigate and explore how I truly feel within myself. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started to no- notice things, you know what I'm saying? Because expression tells all secrets. It That's does. Why- that's why that's why we study nature and shit like that, because nature don't do nothing but express itself. And you mm-hmm. learn so much from nature. But, you know, in the process of me, you know, writing these songs and I'm noticing that I'm starting to uh, deeply understand, you know, situations that I've been through or feelings that I've been just just from writing about it, you know, writing a song about it. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the start of me. Uh, start that was the start of me understanding my feelings, and you know what I'm saying it got me to the point to where I can make a project like feelings. You know, right? I love that because honestly, what's the what's the purpose of creativity if not expression, right? And exactly. and when you express yourself, and if you're trying to be honest, you have to be vulnerable. You have to be open, and in that is so much you uncover about yourself that you probably didn't realize you were still struggling with or you didn't realize, you know, what was a good thing about you. It's just like you're exploring yourself through that avenue. And when it comes to, you know, getting comfortable in ourselves, I think having a craft and having an avenue or a passion, it does a wonderful job when you lean into it to help you get to that next level. Yeah, I was um, I was in a conversation with my homie and I was explaining to him how expression is the opposite of depression you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and uh you know everybody know about and energy doesn't die right it can be created or destroyed it only it only exists and it moves or so if you if you steady you know what i'm saying you got all these emotions and these feelings just piling up in you you never release them you know what I'm saying? You ain't built but the whole butt so much. Honestly, <laughs> that is true. You, you be sitting around wondering what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You got all these feelings and emotions just sitting, fistering up in you trying to get out. That's what it is. You got to let it all out. You steady trying to hide. You know what I mean? 
But it's sometimes I'm laughing because so I do like angry poetry, but it's not it's not angry. It's just like when I'm really having intense emotions, I'll write some of the best. I'll write some of the best bars. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I didn't. I had a moment the other day. And I wrote, and it was like a great poem I hadn't written in a while in that way. And after I finished, I was just like, well, dang. Like, I didn't realize I was still struggling with some of this, you know, because you you get wrapped up in life and, you know, you do what you have to do to move forward. But at the end of the day, like you said, you can only you can only hold in so much. And, and at some point, you need to express yourself and get that out. So that's definitely true. Like, you, you speaking truth right now. <laughs> flowing you can't block it up Mm-mm. so in your opinion how do women express their feelings this is <laughs> you trying to find I, the right word yeah because like it, it's a very wrong way you can answer this and it's a very right <laughs> right way and um so so what i like to what i like to say that um and and, and honestly this not this is this feelings ain't really a uh it's not really a male female thing it's right a, it's really a masculine and feminine thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, everybody contains both of those mm-hmm. elements within us. Those are just, you know, energies that, uh, those are generating energies, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, people who are, who are more feminine, male or female, people who are more feminine, they, um, they are most of the time, they're not as mindful because they they so caught up in emotions, you know what I'm saying? And, and the opposite end of that, right? People mm-hmm. who are more masculine, male and female, who are more masculine, they're 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 mindful, but they're not they they lack emo- they lack empathy and compassion and things like that. Right. So so these people are the you know what I'm saying the people who are more masculine, male and female, they are more masculine. A lot of times they come off as very uh, cold. Mm-hmm. Um, they're perfectionists. You know what I'm saying? So they 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 try to be so perfect that they get they they're not present. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, and 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 people who are feminine, who are more feminine, male or female, who are more feminine. <laughs> you see me? You see me? Can clarify? You like y'all ain't gonna burn me up on this? No, y'all ain't gonna get me. And people, individuals who are more feminine, you know, they want to they want to get so close to the sun, it burns them up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We got to. So what the real problem is, is that uh, we are we are most of the times a lot of the problems that we caused are because we're not complete within ourselves. Right. Our whole it's 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 a whole part of ourselves. We we've been ignoring and and, uh, uh, suppressing. Mm-hmm. And not not working on, and we get in these situations and wonder, wonder why they don't work. It's because you're not operating to your uh, to your full potential, which is uh, you know being mindful and being compassionate and fulfilled know? within yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And that that's that's the problem when it comes to men dealing with feelings and uh, uh, women dealing with feelings. That's a very politically correct answer <laughs> to the question I did not ask. You have to break it down. A lot of people don't get it, though. You have to break it down for them. No, but you like you pointed out a very important part. I say this all the time. I have to remind a lot of um, 
Now, I'm going to make this specific because it is specific. I have to remind a lot of men that they are emotional because they're human and nice. they, they miss that part. Um, you know, and I was having a conversation um, earlier. We were talking about how sometimes people think that logic prevails emotion. I'm like, no, that's just kind of, it's kind of like a good representation of that masculine, that feminine, right? So logic doesn't make you better. It doesn't mean that you're better at something. It just means that you express differently, but you still have emotions just because you choose logic over emotion. The real question is, why are you trying so hard to be better than somebody? Exactly. Well, it was a conversation about dominance. I so. know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to take what you give me to the 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 mm-hmm. peel back the the layers to see what the real issue is. Oh yeah. yeah. The real issue is on, on both ends is ego. Yes. Yes. We we too busy trying to be right. You can't even, you know what I'm saying? Can't you can't even solve it. the you can't even solve the problem because you're too busy trying to be right about it. You know what I'm saying? I think on uh, one of the previous episodes, I think I shared it today, um, Damsel and the Dominant, I said one of the things that happens a lot is, you know, people will come into a situation from a position where they think they can teach you and not in a position of trying to learn. And I think that's how you really get to a true connection with someone is when you're coming in and you're trying to learn them and you're trying to learn from them. But if you're you know, letting that ego and that pride get in your way and you're thinking that you're only in a position to teach, you're already starting off wrong. You're already. <laughs> you're already lost because you're already looking at them as beneath you. Yeah, you'll never know it all. Mm. Oh my God. L- listen, never- I know we going in a whole different direction. Yeah, I, I don't care how many books you read. Oh God. Meditation you do, how much, how many degrees you got, how many jobs you you will never know everything. The wisest thing you can realize is that you will never know everything. And Thanks. you have to be okay with that. That you can Thanks. get as much education, whether it's traditional or not. You can be as streetwise as you want to be. And you're yeah. still not going to know everything. <laughs> exactly. You only you only built to specialize in the specific thing anyway. One one specific thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what your your individuality is for. You don't think Maybe. like people can be a jack of all trades? You can. You can. I mean, you kind of are. Yeah, to a to a to a degree. To an extent. To a degree. Okay. But you know, it's one thing I like actually specializing in, you know. That's just that's just uh production. That's what I special. Everything else, I kind of, I do decently. You know what I'm saying? Or I do it, I do it good enough to impress people. Gotcha. But like the thing I like specialize in, specialize in production. And I'm not even the best at that. Mm-hmm. I'm nice with it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not even, you know what I mean? <laughs> you like, no, hey, don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so what prompted you to make a project like Feelings? Um, well... Whenever I first started releasing music on all digital platforms, the first project I released was uh, Easy Love, and that was an R&B project. And um, after that, I probably released about three or four rap projects. I was still like doing like R&B singles and things like that. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I kind of introduced myself to like the, I guess, the audience that I have now. I introduced myself with R&B. Right. So... Um, it was time for an R&B album. Uh, my mom was harassing me about an R&B album. I had some more people who, like, all right, all right, easy. We, we done, you done, did enough rapping. I want to hear some R&B with R&B music at. 
So uh, it, it was just time for it, you know what I'm saying? Plus, I had done, I had done, uh, been through a lot and grown through, you know, then grown. I'm, I'm more mature and more of aware, aware of, you know, you know, R&B type subjects and things of that nature. Not subjects. And, um, <laughs> what are but, R&B type subjects? I was being funny. I was being funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm like, because I'm um, thinking now, I'm like, what are R&B type subjects? That's a category somewhere. Anything that deals with relationships, you know what I'm saying? A connection between, you know what I'm saying? Between two people who, you know, love each other or have uh, any, have a lust for one another. Have relations. Like, yeah, relations. You know, all those ships. You know, any type of ship you sail to get across the ocean. Well, this was a very shippy uh, project. We're going to get into uh, that, though. Yeah, real, real, very, a ship and dock. <laughs> oh, man. Um, So, talking about ships, it does seem to be heavy on relationships and dating aspects. So, that was your intention, to highlight the dynamics that we have when we're dealing with each other in that way? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to take my experiences and, uh, you know, and, and the lessons I learned from them and uh, just expose them. Okay. You so. Know, as an artist, you have to expose yourself, you know. So it's the scariest thing sometimes to do that, though. Yeah, you have to be brave. Yeah, it have to be. It'd be. That's what, honestly, that's what, like, all the, 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 the poetry and the metaphors and all that, that's to help you kind of get into ease it, it out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. So one of the lines that you you put in your song, uh, Cycles, and it kind of mentioned how we keep running into choices that we've chosen before. Mm-hmm. So why do you think we do that? Like sometimes we know somebody's not right for us. We know it's not going to work out, but we just addicted to this person. Um. Well, me, I'm, a, I'm an individual who likes to hold himself accountable. Mm-hmm. And um, I also, um, I subscribe to the, I, I know some people call them uh, universal laws or the universal or the hermetic principles, or the, but one of them is the um, the law of correspondence, mm-hmm. which means, uh, I'm pretty sure you heard it for you, as, as above, so below, as within, so without. Mm-hmm. So that basically means that, you know, and if you understand oneness too, the law of oneness as well, is that everything is a reflection of you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you run into in the out, outside world, nine, ten times out of ten, that's going on on the inside of you as well. And um, I actually seen it firsthand in my life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, as I walked through relationships, I noticed that every girl that I had like a deep attraction to, they was like they were they were like the same as me, but in a from a woman's perspective you know what i'm saying right. in a woman form like like there was literally my mirror and they would make uh they were uh always they was the only people who was able to bring uh if i had any type of negativity in me or any bad aspects or good aspects they would bring they would surface whenever i would run into them right and um i started to notice that um talking to different women, I started seeing the same, some of the same characteristics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and like, at first I was like, man, women crazy, women this, women that. And then after, you know, after seeing enough diff- different women mm-hmm. with the same, I was like, all right, it can't be them. 
I just went through that same. It gotta, it gotta be. What, what is, what is about me mm-hmm. that I'm allowing or do, or doing or attracting or attracting or what is it that I'm seeking in a woman mm-hmm. that's causing me to run into these type of women? Yeah. Like yeah. what is that? You know, <laughs> and that's really what that line, that line is about. That realization of me being caught in a. A loop or a cycle or a pattern. You know so your pattern was like multiple people, not just one person. I love that. I love that metaphor. Yeah. Simply because I just kind of cracked the code on, on mine too. Like mm-hmm. like you said, you sit with yourself after you've had so many situations. Or, yeah, I'm very you know, introspective, yeah. Very, very much so me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay, I can't keep holding somebody else accountable. I'm holding myself accountable too. So what is it? And not necessarily what's wrong, but what is it, like you said, that you're seeking in other people that's probably an unhealthy aspect about you that keeps you in these patterns where you keep dating the same person over and over. Mm-hmm. Different people, but you're dating the same kind of person. Exactly. Coming into the same kind of issues. And so having to be real about, you know, the quote unquote what my type is Mm-hmm. And understanding what that means and why that is my type from whatever issues I had mm-hmm. or unhealed parts that I need to fix is it's been something that is a journey, but I'm so like happy now that I'm aware because you realize like how unaware you were when you were dating. Yeah. <laughs> Awareness is a blessing. It really is. I don't get why people run away. Well, I do get why people run away from it. You know, it's, it's a very uncomfortable, but it's a gift. It's such a gift because if you really want to be fulfilled and happy, you have to be aware. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. I didn't realize cycle had a little different meaning. And I was thinking. Yeah. Was- and like, and, and really that, that, that can kind of go for any type of, you know, bad habit you have or mm-hmm. any type of, you know, any type of situation that's reoccurring, you know what I'm saying? You can, you, you can apply that same, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's very, uh, it's a very deep line, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So what is it like for you when you realize you're catching feelings? Um, it's a lot of mixed emotions because you got to understand, um, uh, when you, when you catch a feelings that, that it feels good. It's a good feel. It's uplifting. You know what I'm saying? Fear don't like for you to feel up. I'd be scared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm about to get into that because you got to think, right? Um, whenever you feeling good in the moment, you know what attacks you? The future and the past attacks you. This is how the the future attacks you with expectations. Expectations uh have you like, we gotta be this way, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, da 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 da. Instead of instead of you know taking the time in the present moment and enjoying the moment, yeah, enjoying it and just seeing what this person is about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to create expectations if you look like you take time to see what the hell you got in front of you. <laughs> you know exactly what to expect if you just you know. Honestly, what I'm you, that's some if, truth right if there. You, if you be present, you gonna they're yeah. gonna show you whatever it is, whether it's a situation or a person, gonna show you exactly where it's going. Because a lot of times we'll get past a, a relationship or something and be like, oh, the red flags were there, but you mm-hmm. weren't present. Like you weren't. Because you was too busy. Attention. You was too busy planning the wedding. Ex- expectations. <laughs> you was planning the wedding already. <laughs> and then, right, the past, guess what attacks you from the past? Oh, your scar. Trauma. And everything else. Mm-hmm. Trauma. 
oh damn, this this part this happened when I did it when I felt this way last time I felt this way this happened last time I this oh damn if what what uh, what if this be like you know what I'm saying when our actuality the past is long gone mm-hmm. and the the future ain't that shit ain't that that shit is all that shit is in your head you know what I'm saying all of it is in your head you know what I mean and um you know uh. You just have to, you just have to, uh, you just have to be present and um, enjoy the moment and see things for what it really is. Right. And um, but uh, but yeah, whenever you catch your feelings, it's, it's all kind of emotions. It's all over the place. You're happy, scared. Yeah. <laughs> you just you you de- you debating how vulnerable you're gonna allow yourself to be. Uh-huh. You know I'll be a hot ass mess. <laughs> yeah. No, but I be aware of it. Um, usually when I'm catching feelings. And I realized like it's for me, that's a big thing because once I once I'm in it with somebody, it's for me it's it's real, yeah. you know. Let's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm catching films like, oh snap, what I got myself into, what's happening right now. So like you said, I get attacked from those expectations and then that trauma. Uh-huh. And then um, I have to decide whether or not I'm going to let those things rule me. So having to make that decision, like, okay, you are aware that sometimes you'll have a control over how you feel in any one moment, but yeah. you do have control over how you react to those things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, choosing to move forward with the person and choosing to keep myself present and be attentive to the actuality of stuff so that I'm not projecting my expectations on the situation because like you said that that'll mess you up too and then now you got another trauma that you're trying to heal from because you expected too much from somebody who was never capable of giving you what you wanted so yeah the trick the trick to it is you just gotta you just gotta be sincere you know what I'm saying since like uh but but like of course still have your boundaries yeah you know, still have yeah. your boundaries because uh when you be sincere if if this person you're dealing with if they a monster your sincerity gonna make them show their teeth you know what i'm saying eventually and when they, and when they show their teeth that's what you have your boundaries there for like oh no i'm not i'm not with that mm-hmm. oh no i can't do this or i can't you know See, I realized about myself that I'm really good with having boundaries when I'm single. When I get in a relationship, it usually falls apart. So that's something I'm working on to get better at because, you know, accountability and self-awareness being what they are, making sure that those patterns, those cycles are not continuing on in my future connection. Yeah, you got to love with your eyes open. Listen. <laughs> you know, we'll fall in love and just close our eyes. Like, ah. It'd be fumbling around. <laughs> you got to love with your eyes open. You got you to gotta still be looking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It'd be hard because you look, you didn't yeah. you didn't plan out the future, so you think you know what you go expect. I mean, honestly, the more you learn about yourself, the, the easier it gets, you know, and the more it makes sense when you have these kind of conversations. But in the moment, you don't be thinking about all this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't be thinking about, you don't do, sometimes you don't do that introspection until after the, tra- the trauma has already happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think just to, uh, you know, you just got to always just be present as yeah. possible, as possible, heart and mind there, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little more smooth, smooth selling when you're going through that process. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, 
making sure that, you know, who you and whoever you dealing with are being transparent. It's another thing people struggle with. Yeah. <laughs> Transparency, openness, because it's all. Yeah, I don't, don't do that hiding shit. If you, you come over here trying to talk to me, we're not hiding. We not. Like, and I see yeah. it. Like, I see when you're trying to hide. Yeah, we about to we about to tell each tell each other all our business <laughs> if you come over here. Now I don't want to know about all the exes and stuff. Like you keep all that information. <laughs> we don't need to get that deep. I might need to talk shit. I might need to vent to you. This this raggedy mother doesn't give me the and, oh uh, my god! <laughs> shout out to the ex, y'all. Y'all helped me grow. Honestly, you y'all know, I used to complain me. a lot. Like, dang, I didn't help the ex grow. But if I hadn't had any of my experiences, I wouldn't have grown either. Mm-hmm. You know, just in a different way. So you have the song "Love Limits," and it implies, you know, attraction, situationship, setting boundaries with those we don't deem compatible. Mm-hmm. Why do we go for people that we know aren't compatible? for us um you know uh as as humans we deal with strong urges very strong (laughs) you know we get hungry you know get thirsty you get hungry you gotta eat you get thirsty you got the drink you know you know you have those primal urges that are just vicious yeah but um you know all jokes aside but um you know, um, in this particular song, um, you know, the woman that this song was about is was very uh, promiscuous, and she was. But I respected her because she was open about it. Right. You know? This wasn't something she was hiding. You know what I'm saying? Now, were you being very promiscuous at the time? As well, yes, ma'am. Okay. Like we we had a we had an understanding. You right. know, but um, the problem the problem came was when she wanted. She wanted me to stop and walk the straight and narrow. But she, she gonna did. do it. She wasn't gonna do that. Yeah. And I was like, that nah, don't work that way. I don't, I just ain't that type of party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not a lollipop. I am not a sucker. You're not about to play with me like this. She said she needs you to keep it home yeah, and on like, standby. <laughs> yeah, like. You know, no, nah, you this 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 ain't that ain't that ain't what this is, you know. And that's kind of what 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 that song was about, what inspired that song. So, because in the intro is a piece of you talking, and you're talking uh-huh. about the woman being particularly um, manipulative. Yeah. So that is that playing into the message too in the song? Yeah, definitely. What I noticed, like especially like you know, as I matured and um. Uh, uh, I overcame, like I found, uh, I don't know how I did it, but somehow I overcame my lust. Like I stopped, I stopped chasing pussy, you know what I'm saying? And, um, in the midst of, so, so what happened when I stopped chasing, you know, the woman's portal to this world, um, I started, uh, uh, and uh, I went into situations wanting to actually know a woman, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't want your body. I want to know who I want. I want, I want you. So right. I need to know who you are. And um, what I noticed was that a lot of women was hiding their bullshit behind a man's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And me not not being thirsty for sex exposed that. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Okay. So. Relax, heal, 
and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843-687-2079. That's 843-687-2079. You can also message her on her business page at spadanny underscore on Instagram. Or follow her on Facebook at spadanny LLC. You can also book online at spadannyexperience.com. That's spadannyexperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe. So, you know, so I can tell when a woman was trying to hide from me because she would be so anxious just to give me the box. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, 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 uh, and, and most of the time she was giving me that in the attempts of that she could control me or and distraction. Get whatever she, and get me, get whatever she wanted out of me. You know what I'm saying? And most of the time, the women who were like that, they had some type of, uh, you know, some, some things personally that they was dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And, um, they're not, they're not at fault for that because I, I believe, I believe a lot of them was unaware of it. Some of them was and some of them wasn't. But, um, have you ever had a conversation with any of those women about this particular thing? Probably one. We had a we had we had like a real deep conversation about it. But um she was honestly, she was just she was venting to me and just admitted it, you mm-hmm. know. And I respect her for that, you know. But um, but yeah, I I I that's that's one thing I noticed whenever uh I was kind of overcoming one of those that, you know, lust is a very powerful uh, mm-hmm. energy that caused you not to think properly. You know what I'm saying? That's really, that's really what sin is. Sin ain't bad. Sin just, sins are like very strong distractions that keep you from, that's, that uh, causes you to go against yourself. You know what right. I'm saying? Lust can cause you to go against yourself or, or be, be available to go against yourself and be manipulated. You know what I'm saying? But I uh, agree, yeah. And um and uh, I don't like to I don't like to be played with I don't like to be manipulated so mm-hmm. you know, I, I I do the work on myself but uh but yeah that that was one of the things I noticed about um you know what I'm saying once I overcame one that particular flaw right I I feel like a lot of people use the lust and the sex as that tool um and it happens even when you're in relationships like I've been in situations where. If we're having an issue, I don't want to go to bed with you. Like, I don't I don't want you to touch me. You know what I'm saying? I want to talk. I want to resolve it. Or I want time for us to be able to, you know, be apart, figure it out, you know, process, and then come back together and then resolve the issue. But a lot of times what I've noticed is people will use sex as a tool to get on the other side of an issue that never got fixed in the first place. Put a Band-Aid on it. Put a Band-Aid on it. I'm like, that doesn't work for me because I know that the problem is still there. <laughs> you know, the problem still exists and we didn't actually exactly. fix anything. So you're definitely right with that. Um, it's just interesting to see a male's perspective about how women use manipulation. I think we talk a lot about how men manipulate, but we don't really talk a lot about how women do it. It's y'all. It's so sneaky and seductive. <laughs> <laughs> it's always seductive. But like what it is, men, as men, we so 
dumb and reckless. Y'all got y'all got a lot of y'all got a lot of places to hide. You know what I'm saying? You know, y'all y'all just y'all y'all. Can, but like, that's only because you know that it's our that's our fault. That's it's everybody's fault. fault. It's everybody's fault, but it's our fault. <laughs> because you allow yourselves to be distracted. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's uh, probably like you said, mutual though. Like, and mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't aware that they are manipulative in that way. They mm-hmm. are just not aware that they wield their energy and their power in that way mm-hmm. to gain control over someone else and to get what they want. A lot of people don't even realize that they're selfish in that way either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got some people who will offer, like, they'll like allow you to like have your way with them. You know what I'm saying? You just accept it. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't necessarily do the work to uh I guess manipulate them, but you know, uh you got some people who will just offer themselves up. Just yeah. Cause cause somehow you feel it's some type of void for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you can you can easily take advantage of that without even realizing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you feel men men do a good job of discussing their emotions with other men? We hear a lot about men saying that there are no safe spaces for them to be vulnerable. It, it depends on the maturity of the 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 uh, two males. Because I have I have friends that we we've talked about some you know emotional type things. Or, right. But um, it it just depends on the maturity. Yeah. But it does happen. I don't doubt it. Ha- it happens. Yeah. I do think that we don't talk enough about it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times when we think about, you know, safe spaces for men, usually women are in the equation. But I'm like, no, I know men can go to their friends and talk about some things, but they they also don't highlight that either. You know, yeah. they don't highlight those good spots. And also, like, it's a real conversation to be had that some men don't surround themselves with people that they can actually be vulnerable with either. Yeah, a lot of times, because, you know, as men, we, you know, we're natural conquerors, so we want to solve our problems ourselves. Mm-hmm. So usually that conversation of feelings are not going to happen until, like, as a man, you get really, really disturbed and you get really shaken up. Right. And you just need, you just need a second opinion. That, so it has to be an intense trauma for you to be able to go to Most somebody? Most of the time, well, not me. I'm I, I put my heart out on regularly, but you know what I'm saying. I don't mind. You know, what I'm saying I'm to the point now. You know, what I'm saying like you know, I cry and all now. You know, that's one point I couldn't cry, but uh, but like from just my perspective, uh, most most men ain't really gonna uh open up until like they really really need to or wow. have to. You know what I'm saying? Or perceive they need to. I yeah. feel like sometimes that need is a lot sooner than they realize. Mm-hmm. But they just push themselves to be so self-sufficient emotionally mm-hmm. that they don't allow other people to actually show up for them. Yeah, we'd be trying to be perfect. Well, of course, because masculinity and the ideal of what that means sometimes gets twisted around and mm-hmm. misinterpreted. And, you know, it's it's uh-huh. it's very hard for us to create spaces where we can be our authentic selves, both mm-hmm. men and women. But hopefully we'll get better. As you get more self-aware, you should get better at creating those spaces yourself. Mm-hmm. So who was your first crush? Um, I always, like, loved, like, a lot of women, at, like, all the time. But I would have to say, um, <laughs> I have a cousin, um, my cousin, Ralea. 
she had like she had like three four friends that she used to hang with in high school i loved every single one of them um if i can remember all that i think it, it was uh it was christian uh, uh akita uh they, they remember the names <laughs> no nah, i really i really liked them I, I used to go and try to make you know i was young too i was like, what was the age difference I think that was probably, I want to say like three or four years older than me. I can't remember. Okay. But um, but yeah, so it I, might be possible now. Oh no, nah, I'm straight. I'm straight. I, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm good. I gotcha. Ain't <laughs> but yeah, though, all, all my little friends, I had a crush on them. <laughs> How did you feel? Like, I guess because that'd be the first time, like, we actually become aware, you know, in our adolescent of emotions in that way attraction in that way how what was your feelings whenever you go around these women or girls um i don't know i just always wanted to i wanted to i try to be silly and make them laugh i just i wanted to see them smile you know what i'm saying I, i'm that type of <laughs> like if i made, a joke <laughs> if i made one of them smile i was satisfied for the day if i made them laugh or smile I, that's you know what i'm saying i was happy See you the dangerous one because I just said on another podcast they was like how to slide in a DM. Shout out to the relationship status podcast. And I was like, if you're gonna slide in a woman's DMs, start with a joke. Like get her to laugh and then start a good conversation. Cause from there, like you in there, like you get her to laugh, you're pretty much in there. You just gotta keep the conversation going. Yeah. <laughs> dangerous. That's crazy. Oh <laughs> uh, nah. I so ain't, ain't you- out here bothering nobody. Uh, you easy to look mind your business. <laughs> you ain't in the streets. Yeah. Nah, I ain't, I ain't that's what the kids say. That. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I said. I said I'm the car on the side of the road with a little pink or orange ticket on the back <laughs> of the windshield. <laughs> that's me. You that's 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 hilarious. That's comedy. <laughs> that is yeah. wow. You crazy? I am, <laughs> I am not playing with you in the street. <laughs> the police. The, the police don't run a ticket. <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. Take me out of this game. I'm done. <laughs> um, how do you hope a project like this is received by listeners? Um, like like any of my projects, outside of um, you know, the music just being sounding good and feeling good. Uh, I hope you know the the messages and the the lessons that I put in the music can help someone. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I always, one of the best feelings in the world is when somebody tells me, hey, this song right here really touched my heart or this song helped me get through this or yeah. I listened to this song and it made me cry or, oh, bro, this song, you know what I'm saying? That's, I, 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 I live for moments like that. So, you know, just, just, you know, if it, 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 it you know, it, as long as it touches someone when they listen to it, you know, yeah, um, I'm satisfied. Hey, that's a good, that's a good, um, I don't know, expectation to have or a good hope to have for your listeners because music, you should want to feel something (laughs) when you listen to it and it should make you reflect a little bit like good music makes you reflect on something. Uh Feel some type of way. Right. So kind of walk me through the feelings you experienced when you was making this project. Um, uh, like the honestly, this project kind of um I didn't really how can I explain it? I didn't really plan this project all of it kind of 
unfolded on its own. Mm-hmm. I was, I was just, I was just a vessel. Honestly. Right. But um, like these songs was literally just happening before my like I didn't have a title until I was trying to do the cover art. I was about to name it something completely different. I can't even remember what I was about to name it. And um, but that's how you know you're following the the creative energy and you're leaning into it because it'll become whatever it wants to be. Exactly. Like even whenever I was writing cycles, it was literally like coming to me. I was lost in the water. No. no order. <laughs> I was trying to give my all. I had talked all to I had last time. Oh shit! <laughs> I fell in love with the fire. I get a thrill for the fit. Like it was. I promise it was just falling. It was just coming to me. And um, you know, you just have to let it flow. Like once you get into that that state, you got to let it happen. I was driving. Well, of course, I was driving when I first put the project on. And I had already talked to you about how I love like how the beat or the melody would change in the middle of a song. And uh-huh. so when it changed after the initial chorus, I was like, God dang it, he did it again. <laughs> like <laughs> It was just so good because you starting off so, you know, melodic and mellow. Uh-huh. And that was good enough for me. And then you got to the next part and that the chorus on that one, I'm just like in there jamming, like, yeah. Are you talking about, uh, is that Love Limits? I think that's right where it switched up or which one it was? No, the one you were just, what was the one you were just singing? Oh, you talking about when yeah. the verse came in because the drums dropped. Okay, mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. I, know you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, man, and you do that on all at least three of the songs on the project? With the yeah. Changes in the middle. Well, switch um, up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I always love when you do it. It's seamless. Please go and check out Feelings EP, y'all. Like it's a whole vibe. And you can listen to it while you're going on like like a 30-minute drive and be vibing. <laughs> you know the project is like 12 minutes long. I felt like it was shorter, but I was like, I can't remember. Like it felt like I got done listening listening to it. I was going to pick up some food. By the time I made it back to where I was going, I think Feelings was already on. And I was like, dang, this is a short project. Yeah. But Feelings is when I had to rewind because you said a lot in Feelings. I was like, wait a minute. Let's go ahead and get into that. So you, in feel, in the song Feelings, you say, trauma and tra- tragedy caused the, ah, trauma and tragedy caused the audacity. And I knew you wasn't shit when you attracted me. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, let me rewind this back real quick. <laughs> that was a lot for you. <laughs> I don't think I call all of it. You're basically saying what you said earlier is like, mm-hmm. I'm attracting people who are a mirror. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you are even here in my condition lets me know like mm-hmm. something's already an issue. Mm-hmm. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? And then the first part of it, the trauma and the tragedy caused the audacity. Mm-hmm. I interpret that one way, but I'll let you say, like, what was your intention when you said that? Um, I just wanted to point out that um, we all we all have been we all have been hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the people or the circumstances that hurt us were they've been hurt, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a, a, a passing down of, of pain, like just passing it around like hot potato and swapping it out (laughs) yeah you know and uh i was just i was just pointing that out i was just pointing that out you know i think a lot of people struggle with that um 
one of the most freeing things that you can realize, I think, in dating is that everybody is coming with their own trauma and their own baggage. When you approach a situation thinking that you are the most hurt and that you can't possibly trust again or love again or mm-hmm. give in because you've been so hurt in the past. And it's just like, well, this person probably got their own stuff they have been through as well. Probably somebody went through worse than you. Honestly, you know, but a lot of people come with that mindset that I've been through worse than you, but you're not even really taking the time to talk to that, that person that's in that pursuit with you. You're not even taking the time to learn them, to know what their past is. And once we realize that all of us been through it, but what we're going to do right now here in the moment, like mm-hmm. if, if you can get past your own stuff and mm-hmm. focus, like you said, in that present moment, it'll change so much. I believe that at least. <laughs> it'll change a lot. Yeah. That's how you get high off of life. You got to be present. Yeah. Got to. But what caused you to write that line is what I want to ask. <laughs> Uh, from uh, just me being aware of my situations and uh, being aware of uh, the situations that of the people that I've dealt with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I know that, you know, a lot of the things, uh, a lot of the problems that they've had and I've had is due to conditioning. Mm-hmm. What kind of conditioning you mean? You know how um, I feel like we've been conditioned to be selfish. I feel like we've been conditioned to be uh, greedy, Mm. conditioned to be unconsiderate. You know, we've been conditioned to be, um, uh, uh, we've been conditioned to play the victim. You know what I'm saying? We've been conditioned to, you know, impose our will on things. You know what I'm saying? Brother, you are speaking right now. (laughs) Like, honestly, yeah. It's a lot of conditions. Yes. (laughs) That need to be unconditioned, you know what I'm saying? That condition to play the victim is, I think, what holds a lot of people from healing properly. Mm-hmm. And then they take all that, that they feel they've been wronged. They take mm-hmm. all that into the next connection they have. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't work out because they're carrying all that baggage. And then they just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. I'm like, accountability is your friend. I promise you. They just want to be right. They don't want to, people don't want to do right. They want to be right. <sighs> But, right. but what reward do you get for being right? Exactly. You you actually get a bigger reward for being wrong, exactly. if we're going to be honest. Exactly. That means you are learning more and you can improve more because you can adjust. Exactly. When I'm right, what am I, you know, and if I'm right in a situation where it's like we're breaking up or we have a disconnect or something like that, what, what am I winning? Nothing. Nothing. Just, a, just my ego being stroked. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. And then, and then you, your ego will be feeling good, and you wonder why nobody don't want to be around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what's your favorite song so far from this project? Uh, that's a tough question. I was, I would say, if I had this, it's between. Oh man, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably feeling. It's, I go between feelings and cycles. Them, the, them, the two for me. Cause those, 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 the way those words came to me for those, for those two songs in particular, them shits like literally just was flowing out of me. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and uh, just the vibe of those two records as well. But I go between cycles and I probably say cycles. Cause cycles sound like, uh, like R&B, R&B songs. Yeah. <laughs> cycles That's is like favorite. very, very R&B. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
go from the big stack to the one vocal, you know what I'm saying? The whole project, honestly, um, like you said, it's really short. So it's hard to have a favorite because you just like it, the way that you did it and the fact that you follow that creative energy and didn't try to impose on it, it made it just, like I said, seamless. And so the whole thing kind of ties in together. So it's hard to have a favorite for me. Like mine would be Cycles Feelings and the, um, the other one after Cycles. What's that? Love Limits. Love Limits. Uh-huh. Love Love Limits. Um but honestly, it's all of it too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You can't. You open strong and you end strong, and it's just like, okay, well, that you did that. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to. I wanted. I my aim was to make it feel like an album within a short span time span. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, how, how much can I put in this small time frame? That's that was my that was my test in you know what I'm saying the project right. But, um, but yeah, I wanted to put as much as I could within within a, a, a small time frame. How do you feel about the length of like albums nowadays? I know that's been a discussion sometimes, like with people like you know. I know Drake just dropped album. It was like twenty something songs. So did Kanye. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Brown has been known to do it. How do you do? You feel like it's a place for those lengthy types of albums, or do you think it's better when it's concise? Um, my thing is, if you're gonna do the long album, like you know, it got that. I I ain't want no filler in there. Like a lot of yeah. times, when we get these long albums, it'd be a lot of filler. Like I need, I need every song to hit and give it direction. Every, direction too. Yeah, it'd be all over the place. You hey. know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna really, you know, do 30, 30 songs, I need. Cause you know, an album can usually create a whole world, right? Mm-hmm. You give me thirty songs, I need a whole new reality in that thirty songs. You like know, Usher Confessions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ex- perfect. That's the perfect example. You know what I'm saying? You can, and that's a pretty. That's like a double. That was like a double album, or it, it, whatever. It's it's pretty. It's a bunch of songs. Yeah, I know. Like, I know it's more he, than. He don't miss on that mother. You know what I'm saying? At all. None of them songs. He don't miss. He did not miss. If you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're gonna give me thirty, give me thirty. Mm-hmm. Don't give me, don't give me a uh, half a thirty because I'm gonna be mad and I don't want to listen to none of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I understand. I understand the play. You know what I'm saying? As far as like playlists and things of that nature and trying to run up streams and all that. But like, do we understand though? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's bullshit. Yeah. Honestly. You know what? What like I I I I'm I'm for sincerity. Than numbers any day. Like, yeah. Fuck the numbers. Fuck fuck the money. Fuck the. I know. I know. We all want to be rich and wealthy. And, but if you already uh, rich, what are you doing? Like, exactly. if anything, you have the freedom to create freely. Is somebody like, cracking the whip on you? Is you if you're not really demanding something? Is you really pulling the strings that you got to do all this extra shit? Right. Oh. And then okay. what are your fans getting out of it? Yeah. Now. I'm saying that as someone who I haven't listened to them all in entirety yet, but, and I don't plan to listen to some of them. However, it's an interesting conversation I've seen people have. And it got me to asking that question. I'm like, I know old school R&B used to be at least, you know, 12, 15 songs, you know, those Mm -hmm. albums. But nowadays I'm like 20 something. Yeah, 20, 30. Like, like I said, I have no problem with it, but like if you're gonna do it, like 
make make that shit jam. Like, like you said, give me a world. Give me a theme. Your title should be tying into like you should be taking me on a yeah. journey. I need to click that thing. And I if I skip a song, that means I done missed something important. Like I need it to be intentional. And I think a lot of times people it's okay to go with the vibe of music, but mm-hmm. also like you should know your intention behind it as well. You know, if you want to just make a club banger cool. But if, if you're going to make a project, though, if you want to make a playlist, just make make a playlist. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> that's really what it sounds like, niggas. It's just making a playlist. You know what I'm saying? Something I can get uh, dressed up to before I go out with my girls. Yeah, like just make that. You ain't got to do it. You know that those long form albums. If you're not going to really, you know what I'm saying? It's not saying not, not not saying that. Uh, you know. Those albums was bad. Those albums was was pretty good, but they wasn't. I I felt like with thirty songs, it should have been more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Should like be more, more structure, more, more quality, especially with the 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 caliber of artists that that do these type of. Because these actually do be good artists that do these long form albums, but y'all not y'all not. I I don't, I don't feel like you really put your all into it. Right. You know what I'm saying because you know. And and they done drop most of them done drop like pretty long extended albums that were solid. Mm-hmm. So you know if you don't come with the thirty piece, give me a fucking thirty piece for real. Don't give me no half ass thirty. Don't give me twenty and a possible. Or don't give me that 15. a possible. You know what I'm saying? Don't give me fifteen and a possible. You know what I mean? So what is Easy Ola listening to right now? Um, I'm listening to uh, it's this uh. He's like a jazz pianist, but it's kind of like lo-fi. His name, uh, his name is Kiefer. Mm. I, I I love, you know what I'm saying? I, I love his music, Kiefer. Um, I've been listening to uh I think he's a I think I think it's pronounced Jameson. It's not spelled out completely Jameson, it's like abbreviated. Right. Jameson this is like this uh it's a white guy. He's he's like real soulful. I just came across his music. Amazing. I'm gonna have to check that out. I've been listening to um, <clears throat> Robert Glasper's music. Oh man, amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, yeah, on my walks, I'm just like, and it just kind of helps melt away everything else. Max, <laughs> Robert Glasper is different. He's one of my inspirations. Yeah, and, you know, what I'm saying the way I like, I kind of do my the way I do my chords is kind of how he plays. You know what? That make, I that sound. I play exactly how because you know he he nice with it. He's actually you know what I'm saying he he done master that shit. But you know I kind of model my chords after him though. I can see the influence. I can see it. But yeah, um, any any other ones like outside of those um, two? I'll be all over the place. Uh, a lot of uh, Brent Brent Fires. Uh, mm. Who else? Uh, I listen to uh, Sir. Um, okay. Uh, a knowledge producer. Um, I really mean. Uh, oh, it's this guy. I think he's like a. I don't know if he's a saxophone player or a bass player. His name is Sam Wikes. Um, I've I really been listening to like a lot of like instrumental type music. Yeah. You know I go saying? through my phase where I do that too. I'm just like, I don't even want to hear no words. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody shut up. I just want to hear. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, so what was your most difficult song to create on this project? Um difficult uh probably um not the actual song Love Limits but the beat for Love Limits it was like so much that could have been done with it. Mm-hmm. 
because of how uh I don't know the, the way to be the structure is like open, but it's not open. It's a lot going on, but it's still open. And it's like so many melodies and things yeah. get, get off on it. Uh, so um, it kind of took me a little while to figure out how I wanted to approach it. But once I, once I figured it out, it just kind of flowed. Right. Okay. Well, what about, what about emotionally? Did you have any difficulty expressing yourself when it came to putting those things down on record? Oh, no, usually uh, by the time I make a song about, uh, you know what I'm saying, something, I done got over it emotionally. Like, I done conquered it, you know? Yeah, my song, I, honestly, a song is kind of like me. It's like a trophy or like a, that's me put, hanging the head on the wall. It's, you know how they have the book on the wall? The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me making a song about it is me overcoming it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times I'm... I'm releasing in the moment, so I'm like, <laughs> or typing. <laughs> so that's kind of why. I asked. So I was like, I wonder if you know he had any difficulty, you know, remembering his own situations and uh-huh. you know creating these songs. But that's perfectly fine. Like you've already processed and you know what you want to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. I take time and sit in it and mm-hmm. you know really digest it and break it apart and pick it. Sometimes I'd be like, girl, you can't sit in this too long. You got to get up. <laughs> Yeah, I got a, I got a Virgo moon. I want to analyze every part of it, you know. <laughs> hey, you talking to an Aquarius? You forgot? <laughs> oh, I get the analytical part, but I am a Cancer moon, so emotion is just we all over the place sometimes. All right, how does music contribute to the way you feel? Um, honestly, uh, music has helped me navigate the way I feel. You know. Mm-hmm. It's, it helped, It has helped me understand how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, uh, yeah, like, I, I think I might have said it earlier, but, like, music is the reason why I was able to create a project like Feelings. You know what I'm right. saying? Because, you know, I was able to really learn myself, you know, through the process of, you know, working on my craft. You know what I'm saying? I was able to learn myself and then, through expressing myself through the craft, I was able to see myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how music has helped me with uh, my feelings. Yeah, it's kind of like a roadmap sometimes, especially like you have a moment like I had with yours where you have to pause. And you're like, wait a minute, what did he say? And you go back <laughs> and it's kind of like you're kind of working through your own stuff in that moment because the music is helping you kind of explore your own emotions or explore your own experiences and start to question some things. You know what? I, I want to go back to a question. I was, feelings was probably the hardest song to write. Okay. Why was that? Because um, as I was, uh, as I was asking those questions, because I was asking those questions in the verse with the intentions of like, this is someone new. I'm talking to a, a new mm-hmm. partner. Mm-hmm. And um, as I'm writing these questions, I begin to ask myself those questions. Yeah. And that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is, this is, this is heavy. All of this is heavy. You know you, what I'm saying? You kind of came to your own realizations in those moments? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm asking somebody else. Let me ask my, do I, you know what I'm saying? Can I love myself like this? Can when I, that conviction like hits this? you and you, you know have to... I've done yeah. that so many times when I'm like writing or something where it's like yeah, you check yourself. You check yourself. And 
I'm like, I'm so thankful for that part of me that does that. I don't know where that comes from. I know a lot of people don't have that part just yet. That'd be your grandma's and your DNA. Uh huh. What about what? But you did this, and right? You did, what you did that. You. That's exactly how the little voice sound like. But what about you, girl? <laughs> it happened. It happened. I think I was writing about boundaries, and that's how mine came about. And I was like. You know, this person didn't have, um, didn't respect boundaries. Oh, no, it was balance. I was like, this person didn't have balance or whatever. And something so quiet just came across my mind. It was just like, well, if you were balanced, then that person being unbalanced wouldn't matter. Mm. And I was just like, well, dang. <laughs> like, when it hits you and you come, come to your own realization, it's, it's just like, like well. I was, I literally had to put my pen down. Like, I was done. You had to take a breather? I had to take a little breather. Because yeah. once, it's like sometimes it's a domino effect. Once you get to that one little piece of realization, it mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know, it clears the path for everything else yeah. to make sense. And so that's what happened. And I was just like, oh, snap, I'm problematic, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing whenever you reach a degree of understanding. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit got to get rewired and re, you know what I'm saying? Yo, there's some alchemy, some alchemical shit going on in your body. Like your DNA change whenever you come to a new realization. Yeah. You know, cause you about to, your life ain't going to be the same after that understanding. You know it what I'm saying? It can't be. You don't reach the whole nother limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that analogy because it is kind of like a, it's like a, Energy mm-hmm. level. It's a new world. Yeah, it's like it's you, a whole new world. Your eyes are open, and mm-hmm. you can't go back. It's like you can't, can't know what you know. <laughs> it's gonna eat you up. You can't go back, Neo. You done took the what is the <laughs> pill he took? The blue one. The blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're coming to a close, but before we do, I want to ask about the collaboration on this project. Um, okay. It was a few different features up there. Let's talk about them and how they contributed to, to the songs like um, Love Limits. I think you had um, Cycles, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, on the first track, I got I had my boy um, Treja Vu uh, from the Outer Ego band. He, he's, uh, he plays with this band called Outer Ego. Mm-hmm. Um, I met them... Was that 20, was it 2020, December 2020? I was in the field. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't, ain't afraid of the big bad wolf. But um, I was at, a, it was a compilation album for uh, Amethyst 2. It's a, um, it's a joint project for like uh, producers and artists from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, they popped up and um they was in this room just jamming out, and I just went and they started freestyling and kicking it and chopping it up with them boys. And um, very Leo energy. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> they was having a good time. I wanted to have a good time too. <laughs> and um, chopping it up with them boys, and uh, I ended up um, I think I went to one of their shows probably like a week after that, and um, probably probably a week or two after that, he actually pulled up on me. It was like just making beats and stuff together. But, you know, we just built the organic, you know, connection. Right. And, uh, and one of the sessions that we had was working on music. I was like, hey, Trey, lay, uh, I got this track. I want you to lay a solo on. He did it with no problem. And, you know, you know, you got cycle, that good, that crazy good toss solo at the mm. end of uh, cycles. And then um, Love Limits. Love Limits was actually hilarious, right? Because... I was pulling up on my homie Ka- Caspian Victoria. I call her Cas, mm-hmm. but you know her name on uh, you know on there is Caspian Victoria. 
But um, I was uh, whenever I go to Atlanta, that's I uh, I stay with her. I crash at her crib. She got a studio and all that, so it's just perfect for me. Right. And um, I was playing that record for, and it had a. It was just um, I was just playing it for just to let her hear the things I've been working on, and uh, you know, my verse go off, then the hook go off, and then it was over verse. This nigga just pull out a notepad and just start. <laughs> she like this mind. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, I was like, um, I say, I, I say, you, you fucking with it? She's like, yeah, I'm about to put my verse on. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, we'll go ahead. I ain't, I ain't argue. She said the studio was open. It was all good. Yeah. She said, yeah, I'm about to, this is fire. I'm about to write to this. So yeah, that was, that's how that song went down with, uh, That's Cass. so dope. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my, she family. Like I, I love her from the bottom of my heart. That's my dog. But, um, and then the next track was um, On Me, right? Uh, On Me happened, um, it's a producer, uh, legendary producer, uh, Mitty Mark, uh, out of Columbia, South Carolina. He uh, he sent he sent me in Airborne, uh, it's the sample that he chopped, and uh, he sent it to us in like, a, I guess like a group like email, it was already in the group chat or whatnot, because you know, we all just cool or whatnot, but anyway. Right. Uh, he sent it to us and um airborne because you know uh that it's that crazy sample on um on, on me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and uh airborne put some drums on it which is what he do best them damn drums and like he he had the motherfucking drums dancing and singing on that mode <laughs> and uh when they sent it to me i was like man this shit already this shit just missing the damn i just do an 808 boom i just do an 800 and like i uh and I mixed everything down. That that's that's the work that I did. I actually made sure the drums is hitting and right. you know, threw some flangers and phasers on the on the sample. And you know, my 808, you know what I'm saying? I made sure my 808 was rattling. And then uh I wrote I wrote the song and um I had uh I had one female artist in mind for the feature, but uh for whatever reason I couldn't we could I couldn't get that set up. So uh I ended up asking um a good friend of mine, Asia Blue. Mm-hmm. to uh do a verse on it and she came in and knocked it out the part. Yeah, she can sing her life away. Mm-hmm. And um she came and did that and that was that was money. And um I think uh Airborne added those effects like on feelings, like the those that those sirens and the bombs. Yeah. Airborne did that, you know, so I made the beat but Airborne through the fest the special effect, but them shits does count. Like they did add a different <laughs> it, element. It count. Yeah, them it shits does, it's it's like layering like your sounds. But you know, sometimes if you layer too much, it can be like a cacophony of sounds and it's not exactly. necessarily blended well. It's mm-hmm. too distracting. But you don't have that because like you said, you were intentional with those sounds and you knew how to mix them well. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Okay. So you had three different collaborations on this particular project um uh trey was on the first song cast on the second and then you have uh, four yeah then uh midi midi uh airborne and uh asian five mm-hmm. i count my producers as collab oh guys you got you mm-hmm. okay well what is next for easy Ola? what is next up on the docket for you um I was about to uh, pump out like two more projects, but um, like I was gonna try to like get two out before the end of the year. But I decided to, uh, that I'm not gonna um, 
because I felt like I was about to rush him. But um, I'm I'm I'm. I may want we might we might get another one from me before the end of it. We might, depending on things. Do you I know if it's gonna be like a R and B or a mixture? Uh, if it's if it's solo, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be like a, a soulful project if it's okay. solo. Because that's what I'm working on solo-wise, is some soulful shit. But um, like all your music is pretty soulful. <laughs> you no, mean this, is gonna, this is gonna be like soulful, soulful. Like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like we we going to church type. So it's like oh, okay. <laughs> but nah, um, and uh, if I don't do that, it'll be um, the project with uh, it'll probably be a Black Chef project, and um, but uh, but I'm really trying to uh get I'm trying to uh re uh I had a website for like my uh my composer type things I was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm about to restructure it and make it more tailor made to me as an uh, artist, and um, and I'm about to also start uh start like these two content series okay um what kind of content um, i'm gonna be like doing breakdowns of like uh some of my favorite chapters and principles from books that i've read Mm -hmm. and i also want to break down like different verses and hooks from songs that i've like you know old and new you know what i mean right but um i'm still in the process of um getting all that organized and put together Okay. And, uh, I'm I'm be I'm be uh curating more events too as well. You yeah, you did say so, that um you were last time I talked to you, you said you were still looking into doing events. Yeah, I done did a few of them now. I done mm-hmm. I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here. Yeah. Okay. Well apparently what was up for next for you is uh this modeling stuff that you've been having going oh, on man. on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know that. So that that happened. I was uh I was helping out a friend, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? because uh, she uh her mom uh makes clothes and um she do events as well and um she wanted to make like content for uh the promoter event. Right. And um part of that content was me, you know, using my my chocolate skin and my height and my dreads and my beard and you better, you better describe yourself. Okay, let's. You know big, it. Big Leo energy. You know, I had, I had a, roar, I had big, a roar one time. You know? Very big Leo energy. <laughs> I mean, you can describe chocolate skin the height. Okay, sir. <laughs> Ladies, I'm gonna let him tell you what his Instagram is, and you can go see these pictures for yourself in the chocolate skin in uh, the height. <laughs> Yeah, gotta hurry up before I take them down. <laughs> you better take those pictures down. They're, no, they they came out really well, and it looks. It still looks like your kind of aesthetic. That's what was mm-hmm. really dope about it. You know, a lot of artists don't post themselves um, as much on social media in that way. And I thought mm-hmm. it was dope. Yeah. Yeah. They, honestly, it was one of those bags I was I was gonna get into eventually. I like the like. How can I explain it? People, uh, especially like the people who are close to me, mm-hmm. like easy. Why you don't do this? Why you don't do that? I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to use it to I'm, I'm gonna roll it out. I'm gonna. <laughs> That'll roll out. I'm 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 aware of all that, you know what I'm saying, that I can that I'm capable of or that I could be doing, but it's it's a method to the madness, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a method to the madness. I was I'm gonna get to all that. I feel you. Um yeah. Go ahead and plug all your social and where to find your music, where to find your social media for the builders. Um, well, I got I got everything under uh no matter what app you go to, you know what I'm saying? It's under my name. That's E E Z Y 
space O L A H if you you know on the music platforms, but on the social media, it's E E Z Y O L A H all together. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hard to find. I'm definitely gonna be uh, you know, being uh, I'm already pretty active, but you know, it's gonna be more constructive. You know what I'm saying? And more uh, intentional mm-hmm. instead of just you know just throwing it at y'all and y'all eat it up how y'all eat it. I'm gonna start you know get on a little schedule and feed y'all properly. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a lot of things that people need from me that 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 know me personally. And um, I'm going to just, I'm going to start doing it for the world, you know, yeah. doing it for the world. <laughs> that's dope. I think that's a big part of, you know, being a creative. And we've talked about that before is the whole social media and yeah. you know, using it as a tool. Sometimes it does feel like a, a job. Like a job. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I was just talking to another creator. Um, Shout out to Microspeak. Um, and we were talking about, you know, the different things we can do on social media, engagement and everything else. And I was just mm-hmm. like, Lord, this is a whole nother job you know you just got to find your rhythm yeah yeah of course find of course rhythm. find your rhythm find your aesthetic find your audience and go from there mm-hmm. i always give the guests well i'm trying to now give the guests a chance to ask any questions of me that you might have if you don't have any that's okay but now's your opportunity okay <laughs> oh lord why are you okay. gonna... <laughs> <laughs> what type of cycles have you dealt with or overcame so in the sense that you were talking about as far as patterns um I feel like I have a tendency to attract or be attracted to those who are brilliant like intelligent men Mm -hmm. but they are emotionally underdeveloped Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes they have very selfish tendencies and they lack boundaries and so this is like usually the MO I go for. And then I had to ask myself like, okay, what does that mean for me? And it meant that I didn't have very good boundaries when I'm in connection with someone else. And that I have some things about me that tries to get validated in my connections with men. So, yeah. That's real. Yeah. Okay. What uh, what love limits have you ran into them? <laughs> love limits in what sense? Um. Anything that hindered you from loving to your uh, to to the best of your ability? Oh no, I always feel like you know, despite mm-hmm. dis- despite my issues, um, it's never hindered me from giving my all when it comes to love, mm. um, or loving a person through you know. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> like, nah, you did, you did what yeah. you wanted. Yeah, I feel like I'm still good at like. So I I had a conversation with someone and we were discussing how I was like, you know, looking back at this stuff that I asked for in in my connections with people, whether they were able to give those things to me or not. Sometimes I wasn't in the healthiest place, but the things that I asked for and the things that I gave weren't wrong. So <clears throat> I don't think I had any limits on my love. I had limits on my presence. So I can love you and still decide that the connection isn't something that I'm going to work towards. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let that be what it is. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, What's your definition of love? People don't ask this question enough. 
Yeah, I came to go to war today. <clears throat> I think I'm just gonna interrogate. Dude, you. I mean, I this I wasn't even like, interrogating. You could have been worse. I just played. I just played. Um, I would say love would be like a deep appreciation for mm-hmm. for yourself and for other people. Um, I like that answer. And I think I use appreciation because that's what love is. You know, I feel like you when you appreciate someone, you give mm-hmm. you give of yourself, you give of your energy. Um, and then when you love yourself, you're appreciating yourself. That doesn't mean that you think everything is perfect about yourself. You might have some things you want to change. Mm-hmm. You still appreciate who you are. You still celebrate who you are. So for me, that would be my definition of it. I'm going to ask you that question. I know I ain't supposed to be asked the question, but what's <laughs> my definition? Because I'm curious now. Now I'm curious. My definition of love mm-hmm. is the is the acceptance of all truths. Mm, that's a good one, too. Not uh, not running from it, not hiding it, not mm-hmm. pushing but accepting it and dealing with it accordingly. I was uh, talking online today, and I asked the question that, you know, is the love we have for ourselves unconditional? Because we talk a lot about love being conditional when we have it with other people. Mm-hmm. And we expect them to love us unconditionally, right? Or at least some mm-hmm. people do. But a lot of us love ourselves under conditions. We love ourselves for what we have, the accolades we assume. Mm-hmm. We love ourselves because of the job we have. We feel proud of that. You love but your costume. You love all that other stuff that has nothing to really do about who you are. So if you were stripped down to nothing, could you still see value in yourself? In yourself, could you still love yourself? What's the call? Do you love the cause? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do you love that? What's deeply rooted inside you? Do you love that? Like, I feel like I've been stripped down so much. I ain't had no choice but to ask, ask myself <laughs> that question. I'm like, I know I love me. Like, I done been to the like, bottom and back. Yes. Yeah, some, yeah, some of us have been forced to love ourselves. Or, or we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be here right now. You know mm-hmm. Well, builders, hopefully you'll be asking yourself some of these questions that we discussed here on this episode. This special creating space, make sure you check out the EP Feelings. That's Easy Ola. You can find that on Apple Music, Spotify, pretty much all your streaming platforms. And be sure to follow his Instagram. We'll make sure we plug that into our show notes. But it's your host, Kay Antoinette, and you can follow me on Instagram at Antoinette underscore the blogger. You can also follow the Let's Build Futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures or visit letsbuildfutures.com for blog posts and podcast episodes and more. If you have any questions, you get me up at allthingslbf at gmail.com. If you have any topic ideas you want to discuss here on the show and be sure to catch the visuals now on YouTube. So... Until next time, thank you guys. And More than a physical connection. Fuck the surface. What's your purpose? Can you love someone that's not perfect? Can you love someone when they hurting? Lift them up when they feeling worthless? Or give them space when they soul searching? Trauma and tragedy caused by audacity. I knew you wasn't shit when you attracted me. But we all human. And learning from mistakes is what we all doing. What you think? How you feel if you can't? How you deal with the pain in your heart? You should heal, shit get real. You've been on my mind all day. You love to kick it here. Vivid memories of the moments that were so sincere. Falling but embracing for impact. And I know it's fear. Letting go of things I can't get back. Cause I know you're here. Dare for me, dare for me, care for me. If I'm not around, please put one in the air for me. The type of woman I attract, bro, I don't really have to jab at her. 
I just got to be, I just got to be uh, who I am. I just got to be transparent and honest. It seems like we the best policy. It is. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. We can't show love to these hoes. <laughs>